Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Happy Monday. I am sitting in front of my red light (laughs) because I have had a doozy of a morning. So I take Piper to school in the morning, and, you know, she's told me, time and time again um can you pick me up uh can you look beautiful when you pick me up because when you drop me off (laughs) pretty much like mom you look haggard uh she was like i like she hates seeing me in pajamas i think it just it's traumatized her because every time i drop her off i drop her off in pajamas anyways um she is not a dictator and i will not let her tell me what to do (laughs) and so anyways i basically drop her off in the morning in my pajamas so today was no different and I am and I forgot that I had like major pimple like white pasty pimple cream on my head um and in my um you know again in my in my pajamas and so I drop her off <clears throat> and then I go get gas because I have about 19 miles or 18 miles or something and I go to open my gas tank and it won't open. And I'm like, that's weird. So I did all the things. I press unlock. I start the car, turn off the car. I don't have a button for it. Like I don't have a little handle thing, a lever. And so I was like, okay, okay. I go to, I go to YouTube. I'm like Genesis GV80, you know, the year of the car, where the hell is the gas thing? Cannot figure it out. And I'm like, okay, I'm an idiot. Like what's happening? I ask at the gas station, there's like that little auto shop guy the, or thing. So I asked the guy from the auto shop and I was like, Hey, sorry. I think I'm like a, a dummy right now. I'm like, I can't figure out how to open my, my gas tank. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like an old man. And he's like, okay, here. Yeah. Open up the thing, open up this. And he's like, huh? And then he open, he's like, open up the trunk. Cause normally behind the gas tank, like where the gas tank is on the outside, on the opposite side, inside in the trunk, there's this, uh, there, there should be some sort of manual way of being able to open it. So you just have to pop off that little, the little cap or whatever. So we popped it out and he brings a flashlight and still couldn't figure it out. And he's like, that's so weird. He's like, normally, you know, these cars have a manual lever so you can just pull it did not have it so he's like yeah I can't help you and now I'm like watching my fucking gas go down (laughs) and I'm like oh my god so I just and I was like no worries and he's like come back and let me know you know what they tell you because I'd love to know that way I can you know tell my customers I'm like great okay gotta go bye so I book it to the dealership at this point I completely forget that I have fucking pimple cream on my head. I'm in my pajamas. I'm just booking. I didn't even fully put my shoes on like in my tennies. I just like, like sandaled them in and you know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm like flopping around. I'm just like a disaster. Piper would be horrified. So I get to the dealership and I'm like, Hey, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm an idiot, but like I, even the auto shop guy could help me, but I cannot get the gas tank to open and I'm running out of gas. And he's like, 
okay, yeah, um, yeah, this tends to happen with these kinds of cars. Let me, let me take it to the back. I'm thinking, oh my God, those, okay, fine. I take it to the back and they're taking forever. I'm texting my sisters, my mom, like, hey, this is going on. They're like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. <clears throat> and then he finally pulls it out or, you know, brings out the car and the fucking cap is gone and he has tape. He has tape going up and down the, the, the gas thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I'm like, oh, that looks safe. Great. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we, I got to order you a new part. It'll probably take a week. Uh, but you know, at least you can get in and out, you know, get gas or whatever. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, great. And I'm like, by the way, the tape like popped off as he was like talking. I'm like, okay, that doesn't look <laughs> good at all. I, I literally started to drive not even 10 miles an hour. The gas tank just thing just pops out. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> this is, this is wonderful. Um, so that's my morning. <laughs> And now I'm here talking to you. Anyways, um, I hope you guys had a beautiful Thanksgiving. <clears throat> we had the smallest Thanksgiving we've probably ever had. It was just Riley, Piper, and I, and then my mom and Jessica. Um, Jessica's kids all went with um, their dad, with their family. Uh, Jackie was with uh, her husband's family. And yeah, just like the smallest amount of us. Um, my cousin Tanya was, who normally is with us, went to Vegas for her birthday. So yeah, just really, really small uh, group of us. We went to Mayor's Table, Riley's Restaurant, which we always do. We do, we've been doing it every single year, um, sort of our little tradition now. But <clears throat> yeah, so super small, very mellow. And um, I think we were home and in bed by like eight o'clock. It was, it was that kind of night, which I'm okay with. It was totally fine. Um, but yeah, but, and then our Christmas will be a lot bigger, but yeah, it was super, super cool and mellow and easy peasy. Um, all right, this week I'm going to be doing a little vault episode of when, um, Susan, uh, the medium, Susan Allen, the medium, came on and did a reading for me and I only put it on my Patreon. This was a little while ago, but I think it's funny and cool and weird and whatever to sort of listen back to your readings like a few months later and see like, oh my God, did that actually come true? Oh my God, that makes sense now. So anyways, I'm going to play that for you guys because you guys haven't heard it yet. So uh, very interesting episode. Also, it sort of gets me ready and uh, look forward to the event that I'm having <clears throat> December 9th, a holiday party first annual holiday party for humble and hungry it's gonna be so fun it's super intimate um about 50 60 of us but it's sold out I mean you know it's not that many people but still <laughs> sold out very excited about it I'm excited to meet all of you and um the next year I promise we're gonna do a live show we're gonna make it big and you know it'll be fun but for this one it's just gonna be it's gonna be a good time we're gonna have you know entertainment and I'm gonna have a, a psychic there medium there and um a bunch of other fun things and activations so it's gonna be a really good time I'm excited and if you couldn't make it this time you'll be missed and we'll make sure to um again do this again next year so love you all thank you and enjoy the show Hello, family. Um, I have a fun little interview for you guys today. So I have this medium. I talked about her last week on the show. And I went to her back in 2020 when literally all my family members were dying. I, it sounds so morbid, but they really were. And um, it was just very trying times. And, you know, my sister and my mom and I just all really needed answers and closure. And so we somehow found Susan Allen, the medium. And I mean, since our conversation, she's really blown up. Um, she was just on Hello Ross and has done a lot of press, but um, she's really great. And she really gave us the closure that we needed. And look, I know these kind of uh, conversations and topics are not for everybody but I will say that on today she, we're not doing a reading necessarily we're just sort of 
talking about uh, her abilities and sort of a little bit about her and, and her thought process and her beliefs and everything on it and really normalizing um, and and breaking down just what she does. And so I think it's fascinating and, you know, maybe it's not for everybody, but it's it's just it really interesting and she's so sweet and so great and I felt very calm afterwards and very zen um, and I do need to calm the hell down <laughs> and just sort of sit with myself and maybe all of us do maybe all of us just need to chill the fuck out okay um, so with that said <laughs> uh, I want to introduce you guys the beautiful Miss Susan Allen Please welcome my very special guest, Miss Susan Allen. Oh, the famous medium, the one that's changed my life. How are you? Great. How are you? It's been so long. I haven't it's, seen you. I know. I was telling everybody last week about how, you know, you came into our life in 2020 when we had a lot of, um, you know, people in our lives who had passed away and, you know, we really didn't get a lot of closure. And, and I think a lot of people can relate to that during that time period. Um, but you know, you really, and I, I don't think I've ever really thanked you for that because I feel like, you know, you, you came and we had such a beautiful, uh, time speaking with you. My sister was there, my mom was there and, and you really helped us just get closure where we needed and you know you were so thorough and 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 so precise on you know just the people that we were trying to connect with and my family members and it was just such a beautiful experience and so I just want to thank you for that um yeah and I'm and I'm and I'm glad you're here me too me too I didn't realize it was three years (laughs) I know it's crazy yeah I know, I know. So, so for everyone who who isn't familiar with you, will you just like give everyone a little synopsis? I feel like your story is so interesting, anyways. But like, tell us a little bit about you and 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 how you got here. Ah, okay, sounds good. Well, I was the person that was in like a bunch of careers, and you know, careers that could have gotten me someplace, but I always felt like I was bored or it lacked what I really needed. I was a Ford model. I I was acting for a while, hated acting. Um, I did real estate for 21 years. Um, I was in the art world representing museum level painters. And um, it just, I got really bored. Like it just didn't serve me. Or I felt like the career that I was in wasn't giving me what I really needed. And I wasn't sure what what I really wanted. And um, just I, I was always into the mysticism and I was always into spirituality and you know I started to not really understand my abilities as a young person you know I was talking to the other side as a very young person and you know it's a fine line like people go in you know are considered mentally ill um, when they do what I, you know, when they talk to dead people or they have running scenarios or you really are a medium. So I, I did suffer a lot from a lot of anxiety as a young person. And I started to meditate later in life. And that's kind of when it all started to come together. Um, I had this amazing little French bulldog named Rosie, and I thought it would be fun to take like a silly little animal communication class. And that's kind of when my gift really blew up and I saw and I was able to validate for people. I did animal readings for the first 10 years, like under my maiden name. So people wouldn't think I was, you know, (laughs) cuckoo. (laughs) And that just ended up blossoming for me. And before I knew it, I was um, talking to the dead people from the animal readings. So I was getting both. I was getting animals and, you know, the other side. So it kind of, you know, I always say like when it's, when it's spirit work, when you end up in this career path or you end up serving spirit, it's kind of like, it doesn't leave you alone. You're always going to end up wanting to do this. You're always, and that's the calling, you know, of your soul. That's how come I probably ended up here because it, because with every reading, I got more and more validation from people. 
and it's like the people validated what spirit was saying and it was uncanny and i i, I was in vegas uh, for a client's opening party which <laughs> vegas is really hard on an empath and a medium yeah it's a very hard place to be but uh, nonetheless there was a girl there that i uh, that i did a group reading for my client for her, her company she has a big japanese company and i did a group reading and this woman ran up to me and my husband was sitting next to me and she said you said this and you said that and i have no recollection of anything that i said and i kind of look at her like in shock and i almost feel like are people making this up <laughs> like I, yeah that's how it feels because i don't remember my readings it's it's very very rare that i do would you like remember. it's like a, like a trans like you just it step feels into like, like a, a yeah and it's kind of like it's meditative so why it's so good for me personally you're using your whole body to do this, but why it's so wonderful for me personally is I set my own crap aside, the crazy monkey mm -hmm. mind that we're humans and we're born with, it just leaves and all this person's information comes in and it's like, it's so peaceful for me and, and so rewarding. Um, so 99% of the time, there's that 1% of you know when you're doing reading there's so much coming in or the person isn't receptive or open and it feels like um walking through deep mud sometimes right and that's like are you exhausted afterwards yeah. yeah yeah but most of the time it's joyful and amazing and you know i i feel blessed that i'm i get to do this amazing work like this is Amazing. Have you me. have you ever felt that when you don't do it, you almost get sick or your health starts to like deteriorate or anything like that? When I don't do it, it's not that my health deteriorates. I need breaks. So I like fun breaks. I need like two or three days at the beach or two or three days up north. I do drives and I stay at um, another house that we have because I just need to be alone and to do my meditation and prayer work. And um what happens is, is um, when I when I have to read for people, I I start to get like very jumpy, like mm -hmm. before an event, like if I haven't done work for a while, I start to, you can feel the energy, and now I know it's it's just spirit, you know, it's not right. it's not my anxiety, it's not me, it's just a lot of information is coming through. Wow. Uh because I feel like it, how do you decipher whether if it's like, I mean, are there bad spirits? There, well, we all connect to that astral plane, you know, that's the fourth dimension and there's um, disincarnate spirits there and there's angels and your guides and your loved ones there. It's the fourth dimension. Fifth dimension is God. Um, that's the guide consciousness in the fifth. And um I just work with angels in the highest and best for protection and prayer. And, you know, I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of um, spiritual practices to keep me in that zone. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's almost like I've been doing it so long that your etheric field, like I'm, I, this is my, this is my theory. Like you build up. It's almost like when you do it so long, you kind of build up this etheric field of protection. And I can't really explain it because years ago when I first got my gift, like if I saw an animal that needed help on the side of the road, I'd have to come home and like rest for three days. I was just so sensitive, right? Highly, highly sensitive. So, so um, it's almost like your baseline has now just progressed. So now, yeah. I still, don't, I still find that, like, if I go to Las Vegas and I'm in a party with a lot of people. By the way, me too. <laughs> it's so much for me. It's yeah. way too much for me. And if you think about Vegas, there's a lot of astral energy there because there's so much addiction and so much gambling. It's so fun. Right. But it's like excess. And that's kind of that astral plane loves that, you know? But I don't really believe that like demonic forces are going to come in and make my head spin and that kind of thing. That is not my belief system because I work with the light. Right. And I work with love. I love that. Yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of people have those questions like, you know, if, if you can let the good in, do you, can you let the bad in? So that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's thinking and thinking will make it. You know, it's like 
it's like so above, so below, you know, what you think about you're creating in your life. So it's very important if you have a negative thought to, you know, think a higher thought or write a gratitude list. There's, there's something to this work, you know, I'm a big believer in manifesting. Like I really believe if you think about it, you're going to bring it, you're going to bring it in stronger and stronger. So we always have to watch our thoughts and most people in the world, like a lot of people, not most, hopefully we're getting less away from that. But what people do is um, they have that thought and they can't get it out and they just keep circling that thought. And usually it's a fear or a negative thought. And that's when you know you're not where you should be. If you start to feel bad and sad and not joyful, because that's where we're supposed to be is joy, right? Mm -hmm. So if you start to, you know, make this groove in your head over and over, um, you kind of just don't feel well. Right. You know? And it's like you're you're kind of bringing in a lot of negative stuff. And I, I, I'm not saying you're going to bring in like a disaster. I'm just saying it's li like you're not living your best and highest self. And it's not really fun. And I hope more people will get to realize this, that, you know, all of these years that people have said, not so much like the secret, it's kind of like working with spirit, working with God, working with the light to bring your highest and best life forward because we're really here to serve. If right. you think about it, we're really all here to bring a message about, you know, like you do for your people and your audience, they're attracted to you. You're bringing the highest and best self that you can to the game. Mm -hmm. And it's, and that's kind of what we're here to do and to be the absolute best we can be. Even if it's the worst day, we have to find the beauty in it, you know? Right. I've, I've been doing so much work. I, I've been talking a lot about this, um, this year and I'm reading the, the, that book manifest. Um, and I've been doing the Tony Robbins unshakable, you know, challenge that he did for five days, but it's all about that. It's all about how do you, um, you know, really focus in on your identity and reducing that fear and, and really creating the best life for yourself and, and, and sort of, you know, elevating yourself. I just, it, it can get, it, it seems so simple when you look at it and when you hear it, but it's actually implementing it into your daily life. And, you know, your thoughts do become your actions and, and all these things that, that, that sort of trickle effect. Um, but I know that I've, I've definitely been struggling. I had, a, I had a lot of struggle this last year and, um, you know, I, I'm trying to have a baby and, and really trying to find my purpose, which I feel like I've struggled a lot with. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's sort of where I'm at. And I feel like I'm needing to do a lot of that work to sort of shift that mindset. I'd love to mentor you. I mean, that came just accidentally for me. I mean, I just did it. Somebody asked if I could teach them what I do and I did, and it became this big, amazing thing for me in which I loved it so much. I loved the person into well-being. It's like a healing mentorship and i had one girl that you know blew me away she did two rounds with me and before we knew it she had this wonderful online business called style and give and she was she wasn't sure if she was a medium she wasn't sure if she was psychic and another girl that worked with me just was kind of floundering with work she was in her early 20s and her parents were like you got to get a job you got to get a job she had graduated college she had you know a major degree that they had paid for and she was just lost. And we, I worked with her. I did three rounds of mentorship and she's got this phenomenal job now working for another medium doing marketing <laughs> and she loves it. And that's her degree Good for her. So I have found that nobody needs a guru, but what, what I teach will, will give you the rest of your life to work with just this, because I'm, I, I, I did all that. I went to the gurus and the masters and I feel like really excited and up and spent, you know, thousands, but then we go back to ourselves. So I find that working with myself and working with the light within my own self, because you, Natalie, are you so unique and wonderful. You have your own blueprint, right? So if you're going to somebody else that had their unique blueprint, and I'm not saying that somebody doesn't say something wonderful that you'll take with for the rest of your life that little nugget that you'll implement and have in your head 
But what I'm saying is the greatest gift that you can possibly give yourself is yourself. And that's what I teach. I teach steps and um, ways to go within, to love the little girl inside of you that we leave, to raise children, to have husbands, to have houses, to have careers. We leave this, this soul that is begging for us. And that is your intuition. That is your gut that will tell you what to say no to, what to say yes to. And it's just, it's so subtle and so magnificent and it's just self-trust. Right. And sometimes, yes, we do need therapists and we need help with something because the shit is hitting the fan, excuse my language. And that's okay. But really, if you could work with you, that's the most, oh, it's, it's the most beautiful thing. It changed my life working yeah, with yeah. myself, I being there for me. Instead of making the 50 phone calls to the 50 people who all had 50 different opinions, and that's when my intuition hit, and that's when the self-love started to kick in. And yeah, I still look in the mirror and go, oh, God, that's happening. But the self-love, the deep self-love. much self deeper, love, yeah. It's a gift. It's like, yeah. it's bigger than It's priceless. Anything. Yeah. yeah, this is the priceless gift. This is truly the priceless gift is being with yourself, working with yourself. And I didn't know how to do it for years. I had my people and I learned different things for the last 25 years from different people. And I put them together for what has brought me back to myself. Because that that's really the true gift, the present, being with yourself, being with your own soul sitting with God consciousness and the light. And then it's just like, it's a trickle effect. It's just, you know, because you're bringing your game, your best game to whatever you do. Right. Uh, it just, it just goes everywhere. You know, it's like sprinkling. <laughs> Gosh. And uh, yeah, I, I think for me, it's, it's always been this constant struggle with, uh, with that purpose, that finding that sense of purpose. And feeling like I, I know that I'm on the right track. I just feel like I'm still short of it, and it's that's, and it's yeah, not that's human condition. And that's the like that's the driving train behind you. That if if we could just relax into the present and just be okay with what is, and just do the next action in front of us right. with joy and ease, it's amazing how spirit. Will bring up. Do you think that I I would ever have guessed I'd be a medium? I love the work. I would go to mediums. I would go to psychics. Oh my god! I was like, oh, you know, I would just listen intently. I was so into it. I went to a medium fifty five times over ten years. I think it was my PhD in mediumship because I had no idea I had this ability. And so do you, but, but you don't think everybody has the ability because I mean, I go to all the time, but there's no way I'm listening or hearing or well, where it's where you put your attention. See, mm. if you meditated 20 minutes a day without looking for a result, that's where the that's and working with yourself. My meditation is special in that I'm not listening to a track of somebody else's voice. I'm not going to somebody else because what I have found is the human condition will always disappoint us. Driving ourselves will be disappointing. Even a mother doesn't have unconditional love totally all the time. You, would, you wouldn't exist. You right. have to feed yourself, you have to clothe yourself. And so when we turn inward and we work with grace, with ourselves, with my method of doing this, what saved my life, that is when it all, changes. I I mean, nobody was worse than me. I was driven by a mother that wanted me to do good, to be amazing, to do. I mean, it was like insane. She was a, like a mom that had me doing 50 things at the same time. So I was driven, driven to do this and beat myself and right. decide what I had to do. I mean, I've had friends say to me, I couldn't, I would be dead if I, and I remember in my 40s, somebody said to me, this famous producer girlfriend of mine said, if I did as much as you did in one day, I'd be dead. And she was out like in the woods shooting movies. Yeah. So it's like, I was so driven to get it done, to do this, to do that. And 
I have a tiny bit of that left in me because it's my New York thing that was driven into me from second generation Italian immigrant family. <laughs> but it's not, I have ease and grace and I have relaxation and I have a lot, a lot of peace today because I, I mostly work with spirit. I sit with myself and then I know what the next right action is. Right. And it's, it's not, it's not like it doesn't happen overnight. Like there isn't, there is no quick fix. It's not like, that's why my, my spiritual teacher, Wayne Dyer used to get pissed at the secret because everybody rented this movie and everybody's like, I wish you want to make a million dollars and I want to be famous and I right. want to be rich and I want to have a Learjet and I want to go here. And it just, that is, you know, that is possible, but it's, you make it impossible. And it's like a gorilla is sitting on your chest. So how do you, how do you, where's your joy? Cause that's, you want to be joyous to be able to manifest that, you know? Absolutely. You have to be in joy. Like when you look at your little girl in the face and you see those eyes and that's like that moment of bliss and joy that you can't, you can't get out there. You know? Yeah, I think we get sidetracked by by the material things, but it's really what is what is the emotion behind it, right? Do you feel happy in that jet? Are you content? Do you feel like you've you've served your purpose or that you are fulfilled as a human? Uh, all those things, right? Because I think we just we just get sidetracked, and I, that's that's our downfall, you know. Yeah, and you you by by re, instead of reacting. If something comes to you, it's more like, oh, it's like observing it and then um, working from a place of not fear and terror or what do you do now? It's like sitting with it, breathing, working with the feelings around it, and then realizing that nothing is worth your serenity and your peace because that's the point of creation. It's very quiet. It's a very quiet, peaceful place of creating the next best thing. And I was driven, like, this is what, this is the last thing that really drove me. And it was, um, I had an intention on wanting a house in a specific area on the Northern coast of California. And every morning I woke up and I had to find this house and it was driving me nuts. And I couldn't understand why, like, I have a lot of peace. I have a great life, love my clients, love my work. And then when I finally got the house, it stopped. So now that's how spirit had worked through me to get this done as fast as I could. Was it a house that you had, you had seen and fallen in love with? Was it something that came to you that, or what? It was a specific area that I wanted to live, which is very, um, like marine sanctuaries, quiet. It's, I had an idea to have retreats there. That was okay. the, to have spiritual retreats, my animal communication, mediumship. Um, and we've done a couple and it's been beautiful, but um, I was driven. And if you, if you listen to Eckhart Tolle's podcast, he talks about, he lived in, um, in uh, England, totally happy, beautiful place. But he'd lived there his whole life and every morning he woke up and he i really related to this he was completely driven he had to move to west canada or west vancouver or something he didn't understand why and that's when he wrote his book mm. and when i got the house i i started to really get centered in my in my work in my mediumship and i went you know, and I don't go there that often, but, you know, we mostly like have it for retreats and friends and family, but it's, I needed that. And I don't know right. why, I don't know how I manifested it, but it, I did because it was spirit driven. It wasn't Susan Allen driven. Right. It was, it was driven by spirit. And, um, I'm glad that that's done. <laughs> and I just sit for the next right impulse or the next right intuitive response to something. I really spend more time sitting with myself and in the light than I do, you know, running around anymore. Cause I found I was burning myself out when I did that kind of thing. And it's not, it's not what the intention of your higher self or spirit or God really wants you to feel. It's yeah, I think to a lot of us get sort of stuck in that cycle of, you know, feeling like, 
and the common thing is like, oh, how are you? Oh, good. Just so busy. And it's almost like, why are we, why do we constantly feel like we have to be so busy or, you know, hustling or it's, it's this, it's what society has sort of made us out to be like, if you do this, you'll be successful. Those famous television shows with, you know, we know those shows, we're not going to discuss them because they have made people think that that's the ultimate goal to be famous and rich. And I don't know, those, those lives feel like a train wreck. Some of the times when you look at them, I wouldn't want to be that, you know, I wouldn't want to be that driven and, um, you know, it's just like that, but that's, what's being emulated is mm-hmm. that kind of life and world. And so it's hard to, especially for the young women that are, that are, you know, coming up like you and your audience, these young, wonderful women, it's really, really hard not to tap into that because it's in the collective consciousness. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's like, that's why sitting with yourself and meditating and being in peace is kind of where it's at because then you're going to have your own life, your own cool journey, your own cool, and you will attract your tribe. You don't have to worry about, like, I remember when I switched, well, I didn't really switch. I still do tons of animals, but I had a friend that was really sending me a lot of clients. She was pretty well known here in LA. And she said, Oh my God, everybody's a medium. Why are you going to do that? <laughs> it's like, I didn't ask like as if you chose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she wanted me to stay, like stick with my animals, which I really love. I mean, that's like when yeah. people use an animal, it's the closure that I can help bring them. And the connection is just simply beautiful. But I was like, I, I you know, I'm just being spirit led. And there was that voice in my head going, oh, well, maybe I have to just do animals, but how do I do that? Like once that, once that faucet is open, it's like, you can't close the faucet anymore. It's like Mm -hmm. your, your gift is, is going, it's opening. And that's like a healing thing. You're healing yourself. You're healing others when you do this work. And her, her, a lot of people said, well, there's so many of you, you're all competing. I don't, I don't feel like that at all. Right. You're like, that's not your mindset at all. Yeah. Come to me. Cause that's, this is all spirit work. Spirit's in charge. I'm not. I remember a medium friend of mine said, yeah, just do spirit work and your retirement will be taken care of. Kind of like I pay my bills every month. I'm okay. Things are very good. Um, you don't really have much to worry about when you work. And I'm not saying be a medium, be a psychic work with yourself because your higher self is God. Your higher self is spirit. That's where you're getting all the good, all the beauty. So how do you, but how do you find, like for me, like someone that struggles with being, you know, wondering like, what is your purpose? What is your gift? How do you, how do you figure that? How do I figure that out? I do a beautiful little meditation with clients. Um, I ask them, they usually come to me and well, not all of them come to me, but it is an age group because we all went through this at your age. Yes. It's yes. like a certain. Well, I feel like I'm getting very old. I should have figured this no. out by now. <laughs> but there is like, you know, and I was there too. I was modeling, I was acting, then I had to get my real estate license. And then did I need an agent? Oh my God, I was losing it. And the truth is, is I, I was successful at a lot of these, you know, I had gotten where I wanted to go, but I really was bored and upset and, you know, I wasn't comfortable. I was always kind of this, didn't know who I was because I wasn't coming back to myself, see? And it's usually, it's, this is, this is a little trick. When you do what makes you really happy, it's somehow makes everything else work out. And it could be the thing that makes you happy is where you're going to make the most money or the most success. It always comes down to that. Like I'm good at real estate, but I didn't like it. And there's a lot of money in LA with real estate. And I kind of walked away from that. I do it for clients that want my spidey eye and help with pricing and looking at property and feeling energy. But, um, I don't, I don't do that. I just do what makes me happy. Right. 
And did it take me years to release that world? Yeah. It's just patience, patience, patience. And we don't have a lot of patience in our world. It's like, come on, let's do it mm -hmm. now. It's, but nothing good will come out of that if you're rushing around and trying to make it happen. As you know, if you try to make something happen or you have an idea of what you'd like to happen and it doesn't happen, it's it'll crush you, crush your spirits, crush your little heart. Because it, instead of looking at it like that, you have to look at it, but just there's something bigger for you coming. And, and I always say man's rejection is God's protection because yes. God has something bigger in store than you can even imagine for yourself. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you mean for you personally? Yes. Uh, we should do a reading one of these days again. I'd like to spend some more time with you. I would love that. But I, I do sense that you have way too much on your plate right now. Too much. And I want you to take a breath and really breathe into that, into your heart. Really. And find that love, you know, in you. That beautiful spot of love that you have for your family and your mom and your sisters and your baby. Not sure if you have one or two sisters that I met, but you know that that special place that all that good comes from for others. And just like bottle it in this beautiful white light and just reverse it and pull it back into your heart center and just feel that for yourself. Because I know, I kind of sense how you are in the world and you are definitely a giver. And there is no failure in not having it happen tomorrow. There's no failure in that. It's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen and we, we can't force it to happen. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's just, it happens in, in a time and all of a sudden, you know, it's so funny. I remember seeing a meme and I think I posted it on my Facebook page. It's like, remember all the things that you wanted that you have now? Yes, exactly. Like we forget. Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up in New York, the only thing I wanted to do was move to California. That's all yeah. I wanted was to move to California. And I manifested that. And now you want something else and something else and something else. And that's okay because that's part of growing and growth. But we have to be at peace. Otherwise, it kind of like, it's like a train wreck. Do you understand? And you don't want it. You don't want that to materialize in your life. Like this going, 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 human doing kind of experience. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that, you know, I am in a place where I've, I've always dreamt of being, but like you said, I think, and you know, we're all evolving, we all continue to dream and grow. And so I think that for me, it's like that evolution of, okay, you know, what's, what's next for me. I know I have much more to give. It's just a matter of in which capacity. Um, and so I, I just, you know, I struggle with that, but maybe you're right. I just need to sort of sit with myself and just be okay with today. Be okay with what it right, is. Right, right. Now you're beautiful. You know, you're wonderful. You're magical. You're there for so many. Just be okay with that. That's quite a bit. And the fact that you are alive, you have every right to be here. It's, it's really about um, loving where you're at. Did you ever, you ever meet these people that are just have like so little compared to what you would have, right? And they just are in a state of joy. Mm -hmm. They don't need anything from you. They're not asking you for anything. You feel happy around them. That's when you know you're in the presence of an angel. When you just feel full mm -hmm. from being with a certain person. And it's almost like, oh my God, moth to a flame. Like you want more of that and more of that. But that's, that is really in you that you can access and we forget that and we think it's going to come from outside of us. We think it's going to come from a new Gucci purse or a new Louis Vuitton. I love Louis Vuitton. Okay. But that, that doesn't mean that I, I definitely know that a Louis Vuitton is not going to make me happy. 
Right. Because I have one and it sits in the closet. So it doesn't really, totally. it doesn't, it just doesn't fulfill the soul. Yes. Yeah. Or careers. I mean, if you think about it, very famous people have said, they don't say it to the world. When they finally get the Oscar, it's like, it's like then what's next it's like mm -hmm. what's next what's next and i remember i did a lot of off-broadway in new york because i was at the actor studio i did a ton of off-broadway that's where like yeah. you hone your craft i was such not in my element but i did it and um i just when the show closed like we'd rehearse and rehearse and i'd be on trains rehearsing three four hours you know not making any money not really able to pay my rent mm -hmm. and we'd rehearse to hone our craft and um we do show when the show was over everybody would be depressed right right what's the next thing what's the next thing what's the next? it's like our bodies are not meant for that really but our brains are we're being told that that's what we have to do the next thing the next thing there's so much peace and quiet there's so much peace in the quiet and we just have to work with ourselves and release the fear, the need, the urgency. Cause I, I remember an earlier spiritual teacher said, rarely is it urgent if it's important and mm. rarely is it important if it's urgent. Mm. And, um, when I get like that, which is rare now, I don't get like, oh my God, it's going to get done today. Um, I think of that quote because it just snaps me right out of it. Right. Because nothing, the house isn't on fire. Yeah, that would, that's when you have to act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, 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 I mean, that, that to me is just perspective, right? It's just learning, just perspective. On everything. Natalie, your good is coming to you. What you're supposed to have is coming. It's like on its way. And we think we have to find it or do something more to get it. Right. These are, this is my, these are my clients, you know, that think that they have to do some. Now, spirit has messages in that for them when I do my readings that I don't even remember, but I get the emails like a year later and I'm like, wow, wow, that's mm -hmm. interesting. But, um, it's just really sitting, sitting with yourself and, you know, being okay with what is. Well, that makes me feel better. You should feel better. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. Thank you for everything. Where can people find you? Where can, if people, you know, want to talk to you and have a one-on-one, -on -one, what, and I know that you have a lot going on and coming up. So where can everybody find you? It's SusanAllenMedium.com. And the best thing to do is sign up for my newsletter because we announce, um, you know, uh, specials occasionally when we do run them or we're um, including now uh, recorded copies of the reading. We're including that, that's our new thing. And um, we're also doing so many events. So if you can't afford a reading with me, there's always something that you could attend that, because I find even in my large group events, the whole group gets moved or moved into well-being mm -hmm. you know i can't always get to everybody but if the group is small enough i do get to everybody okay and in la i'm at omen garden april 1st if you want to come see me in person i'm doing um a small group event that's only going to be limited to like 25 people it's very small okay perfect well you guys heard it here so go check her out she's the best and we definitely have to do a reading because i need to know if i'm gonna have a baby or not this is just yeah you're freaking me you need you need a little bit more than that you need to calm down it's all coming to you i saw i predicted that three years ago i'm sure and i'm sure a lot of the stuff that i told you came to pass and um Actually, I want to ask you after the show, I want to ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> One thing I do remember, because I don't remember my readings, but I do remember some, some of it. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll chat. <laughs> Thank I you so much for being here. Oh, Bye. My Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, again, I feel very 
I feel very um, at ease. I think that, you know, I'm probably attracting all these people into my life because I'm really, you know, doing that sort of work. I'm journaling. I am writing what I'm grateful for. I am changing my thought patterns. I am really trying very hard to change what I'm so used to doing, which is, you know, the, the sort of the negative self-talk and the um, the constant feeling of, of not being good enough or, uh, you know, failing or all those things, all the fears, right? I think she's right. I think we just need to slow down and just take it one step at a time. Do the things that make you happy. Work inward. Remember the things that make you, you know, remember the people that make you happy, the things that make you happy. Um, Focus on that. Stop trying to impress or do things to try to impress others or, um, you know, just comparing yourself to other people's success or other people's, you know, what we think is joy for them. So, um, yeah, I'm just releasing, releasing all the the anxiety and all the craziness um and just focusing on my little girl focusing on you guys and how much joy this brings me because I do love sitting with you guys and hanging out with you guys and I'm gonna do a live um with patreon with you guys in february so sit tight i will give you guys the details for that because i just want to sit and see all your faces and talk to you guys and you guys can ask me whatever because i feel like it's a safe zone um so i want to i want to do more of that i want to connect more because that brings me so much damn joy um so let's let's do it let's let's all work on ourselves shall we (laughs) all right i love you all this was a crazy month I feel like Uh, let's make February it's a shorter month but let's make it a great one Um, and I will see you all quite literally next month (laughs) I'll see you soon love you all remember stay humble stay hungry okay I hope you guys enjoyed that it's so crazy to listen back and and hear everything she said it's funny how sometimes like when you hear if you ever do a reading like the first time you kind of like don't really understand what they're saying and then later on you're like oh right that's what they meant um so all very interesting and um again look forward to another reading at the uh at the at the holiday party i'm very excited about it all right i love you guys have a beautiful week uh i'll patreon i'll see you guys for a brand new episode over there and and, and gorgeous week and i will see you all next week remember stay humble and stay hungry seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.